Hello and welcome to Flying Blind Podcast. My name is Evita and here I talk about my own very unique journey and I hope to make you feel good about your own very unique journey. Today I'm going to be talking about presence and how we can become more present in our lives because it is just so easy to become completely distracted. My hope is for you to listen today and to feel inspired to get out there, spread your wings and fly. A couple of days ago, I was watching some videos on Facebook and one of my favorite people to listen to is Jay Shetty. And if you're not familiar with him, I do suggest that you go and visit his Facebook page, his Instagram. He also has a YouTube channel and uh, he has these uh, shorter videos, but he also has some longer ones. And he just talks a lot about uh, self-improvement, becoming present. And he also has a very interesting story. He used to be a monk. And he decided to take a different path because he wanted to share all of the knowledge that he gained during his time as a monk. And uh, I really love what he does because it's very applicable to our daily lives. And he was doing this short little, I don't, I wouldn't call it a program, but um, you know, this little thing that you can join and he did it live and it was uh, called how to love your life. And it was just three days of him presenting some information. And on day one, I was really moved by a lot of what he had to say. And a lot of it is stuff that I've heard before. But again, the way he presents things is just really applicable and relatable to our daily lives. And so some of the principles and concepts that he presented, I want to discuss with you guys today. One of the things that he talked about on this first day was presence. And it's just so relevant because we just always have so much going on in our daily lives. Of course, with our regular things, you know, work and school and kids. And then on top of that, you know, all of the media and social media and news and TV and technology. It's just so easy to become completely distracted that we are not present in what we are doing. I mean, we can be sitting in a meeting And I know it happens to me. Sometimes, you know, we can be sitting in a meeting or even having lunch or dinner with someone and we're not fully engaged in the conversation that's going on. You know, sometimes we'll be on our phone. You know, we're just constantly checking it or we'll just be in our heads about something else. And a lot of times, yes, we are distracted by media and things like that, phones, television. But a lot of the times too, we're just distracted. It's happened to me a lot before. And actually yesterday, I was having such a hard time focusing on what I was doing because my mind was just wandering. I was thinking about everything else but what I was doing. A lot of times too, our anxiety, our fear comes from not being in the present moment because we are thinking about something we regret from the past or maybe we are thinking about the future and maybe the uncertainty about the future, whatever it is, and it's causing us anxiety. A lot of these, you know, negative emotions that we have that pull us out of the moment have to do with not being in the moment because we are focusing on a future that we can't completely control or the past that we can't change. I have heard so many people just being kind of stuck also like in the past. There's nothing wrong with reminiscing and having really great fond memories of the past, but I've known a few people that they're just kind of stuck there and they're always talking about the good old days and the good old days and they've really romanticized the past so much that they don't appreciate the present moment. 
they don't live the present moment. And on the opposite end, people that are just always thinking about where they're going to be next, or I should be there, or I I have to be, you know, there next week, or I'll be happy when, you know, I accomplish this one thing, or when I lose 20 pounds, or something is in their mind about the future that is pulling them out of the present. I know it happens to all of us. It happens to me sometimes. And the thing is, though, is that there is so much power in being in the present. Uh, That's actually where we can improve and where we can change. And of course, we have goals and we are going to accomplish those in the future, right? But we need to be in the present moment to even be able to set these goals and work towards these goals. And also, we should be present with our family members and our coworkers and our friends It's really not fair to not give them our attention and be completely present. And of course, you can be physically present somewhere. We all do this and not be emotionally and mentally present. And that is just not fair to whoever you're with. And even to yourself, you know, if you are working on something and you're physically there, obviously, but you're not mentally present in what you're doing, you are, for one, jipping yourself from whatever the experience is right in front of you. And, you know, it's it can be also very counterproductive. And again, this can apply to work or say if you are on a vacation, even by yourself. You know, if you're on vacation by yourself and you're in this beautiful scenery and your mind is just so stuck in the past or so stuck in the future about what you're going to do when you get home, you are really robbing yourself of some really great memories, some really great opportunities, some really beautiful scenery that you may never get to see again. So it, it really is important that yes, of course, we want to plan for the future. And yes, we want to learn from the past. But it's also very important that we live in the present moment. Because once it's gone, it's gone. We do need to be more present and not let ourselves get too distracted by thoughts of the future, thoughts of the past, or things like our phones and social media and things like that. Of course, we do need to give those things attention uh, because they are part of our daily lives at this point, but we still need to sometimes bring ourselves back and just be present. One thing that uh, Jay Shetty mentioned in this uh, live talk that he did, and it's also something that I was reminded about because like I've mentioned before in previous podcasts, I have gone to therapy and counseling, and this is a method that I really love. I have used it in therapy. It has been suggested to me and I've heard it multiple places. This is like a legit thing that therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, life coaches use for their clients and their patients. And it's something that I want to share with you to bring yourself back into the present moment. Uh, This is great if you are distracted by something and you need to bring yourself back. And it's also great if you are having a moment of panic and anxiety. This is a really great way to ground yourself and to be present in your body, in your mind, in your soul, and to feel aligned. And that is one thing that uh, I didn't mention at the beginning, but to me, presence, true presence, is when you have alignment between all of those things. You have an alignment between your body your mind, your soul, your heart, and it's just all in synchronicity. So this method is called the 54321 method. It's really great, say, if you are going to have a meeting, if you're nervous about something, it's really great to kind of just bring yourself in. Okay, so the 54321 method starts with five things that you can see. 
So ask yourself, okay, what are five things that I can see? And these are things that you can see kind of like at a distance. So in the room that I'm sitting in, just to give you some examples, I can see the window across the room. There is a, a picture of Michael Jordan that's in a frame. I could see that. There is a fan above my head. There is a lamp across the room. And I am looking right now at some light switches that are also across the room. So those are five things that I can see. And you'll see with each one of these, you'll bring yourself more awareness and will feel more present by the time that you are done with this. And I would like to kind of have you guys do this as I'm going through these. So think of five things that you can see right now. Next, locate four things that you can touch. So for me right now, I can touch the dress that I'm wearing. I can touch the phone that's right next to me. I can touch um, the microphone that's in front of me. And I can touch the headphones that I'm wearing. Next, think of three things that you can hear. So right now, I can hear the air conditioning running. I can hear, um, as I'm speaking, I could kind of hear the, the earphones uh, making kind of a rustling sound as I'm moving because of my movement. And I can hear a TV in the far background somewhere in the house that I'm in. Next, identify two things that you can smell. So I can smell the perfume that I'm wearing. And I can also smell the deodorant that I'm wearing. And the last one is one thing that you can taste. And this might be a little bit gross, but prior to recording this, I was eating some pumpkin seeds so I could kind of still taste those in my mouth right now. But that is the 54321 method that, again, you can use to bring yourself back. It really helps kind of ground you and center you and put you where you are. And it's really easy. I mean, once you've done this a few times, this is something that you can do rather quickly. You don't have to speak it out loud. I mean, you can if you want to, and that might help you a little bit more, especially if you're in, in an anxious state. But uh, this is something that you can just do really quickly if you're, you know, feeling a little anxious and, you know, or you need to really center yourself. This is a really quick and easy thing that you can do that will really just center you. And I think is a really, really, really great method to try. So I would love for you to try that if you need it. And another thing that's actually really great to use this 54321 method for is when you want to take a mental picture of something. So let's just say that you're on vacation and you're out in nature and you're, I don't know, by a really beautiful waterfall and just, you know, you really want to take a mental picture of this. And of course, you're probably taking pictures anyways with a camera or a phone or what have you, but you want to really take a mental picture of something that you want to remember a specific way. This is actually kind of a really cool thing to do to really get a clear mental picture that will probably stick with you more so than if you just kind of look around. Like if you're in nature and you think, okay, five things I can see, four things I can touch, three things I can hear, two things I can smell, and one thing I can taste, that's going to leave a much bigger impression on you. And it's something that's going to be much more memorable for you than if you were to not do that at all. So that's also like a really kind of cool thing to do. To of course bring yourself into the moment in nature, but also to really create an awesome mental picture that you'll probably really hold on to and have a great memory from. When we come back from break, I want to give you a couple of more strategies to become more present in your life. And we'll talk about that when we come back from break. Hey everybody, this is Panchito and Mike, and you're currently listening to Flying Blind with Evita. We hope you enjoy it. 
Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Nowadays, it is so easy to just become so distracted and be pulled out of the present moment at hand. Earlier, I talked about the 54321 method, which is really great for bringing you back to the present moment, but I do want to give you some other strategies and suggestions that might help as well. And one of them that you might not expect me to say is to actually disconnect. Uh, We are constantly stimulated with so much going on. There's just constant, constant stimulation and it's very distracting. It is, you know, hard to focus in a meeting or at a dinner or you might be watching something on television and you are actually not really watching the television and are distracted by your phone. I know I've done this and I catch myself and sometimes I have to rewind what I'm watching because I'm not really paying attention because instead I'm scrolling through Instagram or because I got a text message and it just can't wait, right? So I end up picking up my phone and obviously at that point I'm really not engaged completely in either one. I'm not completely engaged in the show I'm watching and I'm also not completely engaged in the conversation that I might be having via text because the television's on. So there's like this constant tug and pull from all these different directions and all of these things that are kind of demanding our attention and it is really hard to focus on one thing. So sometimes actually one of the great things and one of the best things that we can do for ourselves is actually to disconnect. Turn off the TV turn off the phone or at least put it on silent and put it upside down for a minute or put it on the charger in another room. Just sometimes we need to disconnect and turn everything off and recharge our own batteries and replenish our own energy. So then that way, for one, we can have the energy to focus on everything going on. And also, I really believe sometimes we need to disconnect so that we can decide where we want to prioritize our time, where we want to focus. Because if we have all of these things going on at once, and we're being pulled in all of these different directions, sometimes it is hard to decide what needs our focus most. It is hard to prioritize sometimes. So sometimes we just need to turn it all off, get away for a minute, even if it's just 20 minutes, less even if that's all you can do. But sometimes we do need that. We need to disconnect from everything, get away from all of the distractions. And a lot of times that includes other human beings. So we can rest, recharge, reprioritize, and actually make some decisions and decide where to put our focus. So I do suggest that you disconnect every now and again because it is good for you. And then you can be more present with what you're doing once you've gotten some rest and have gathered yourself together. There are also a lot of circumstances where we are not present and we're disconnected in social settings too, you know, like dinners, like family dinners, friend dinners, or you're out somewhere and uh, you're over at someone's house and, you know, you might be sitting in front of them and you can tell if they are engaged, if they're present or not. You know, a lot of times I know it's happened to me that I'm talking to someone and I'm guilty. I know I've done it also myself and it's rude and I, I do feel bad when I do it, but, you know, there, there have been times, you know, where I'm with someone and I might be, you know, having dinner, a glass of wine, and I could could be talking in the middle of a story and, you know, they pull out their phone or I can just tell that they're not fully engaged. 
For one, it is kind of rude. And secondly, you know, it's just not, uh, it's just not pleasant. You know, when you're out with somebody, you want to feel connected. I do. When I'm out with somebody, I don't want it to be just, you know, small talk, chit chat. And yeah, that's nice. But I want to feel like the person's present with me. Like they're engaged in the conversation. Like we're connected in some way. So I do have some suggestions on how to become more connected. And there's always that suggestion that a lot of people make and a lot of experts make it too, is to implement a rule. And a lot of families do this as well. You know, the rule of no phones during dinner, no phones, you know, when you're socializing with friends. And I do think that's a good idea sometimes. And obviously, you know, there are circumstances where you can't do that. But I do think that's kind of a cool rule to have on occasion. And maybe it's not like a rule that you're implementing like you would with like a family dinner or something, but maybe make it a rule for yourself. You know that you're not going to pull out your phone while you are having dinner with this person. And maybe it's something too that you can propose to your friend like, hey, you know, like let's just, you know, no phones today. No phones for an hour. And I think that's really important. But not only do you need to get rid of the distractions, but I think it's also just as important to get creative and to think of ways to connect. Because we are so disconnected and not present a lot of the time, I believe that a lot of people kind of have forgotten how to connect, how to engage. So get a little bit creative. Maybe come to these sorts of things with some ideas, with some questions. Um, Another thing that's really fun is to play games. Play games that, that really can provoke some conversation. There are actually these little cards that I have that I believe I got them on Amazon. And they're icebreakers. They're just questions. And you pull one and you answer it. And then you have other people answer the same question. And it's really great because they're questions that are thought-provoking. And they really get the conversation going and really engage people. So I would suggest that if, you know, you're doing this whole no phones thing, that's really great. But think of other ways that you can connect with people. And it's really cool when you have these conversations and it really does bring you back to the present moment. And it's really awesome. So I do suggest that you get creative with your friends, get creative with your family. And not only will you, yes, be more present, but it also will help really build your relationships and you will find out some cool things that you would have never known otherwise. And in addition to also being more present with others in, you know, dinners, meetings, what have you, it's really also important that we become present with ourselves. And one of the best ways to do this, and it might sound a little odd, and Jay Shetty also mentions this, is to have meetings with yourself and ask yourself questions. Because a lot of times we expect other people to ask us questions and then if they don't, we get kind of a little hurt by it. But in all reality, we should be having conversations with ourselves. That's healthy. It's not crazy. It's actually a really great thing to do. And we, again, a lot of times expect other people to ask us these questions, but these are questions we should ask ourselves. And one of those questions is, how are you doing today? And really think about it. Like, Evita, how are you doing today? And the thing is, too, is even when other people ask us these questions, we might not always be honest. A lot of times, people might ask him because you don't want to be a downer. You could be having a bad day and somebody asks you, hey, how are you doing? And you're like, oh, I'm good. When really, you're not. Or a lot of times we downplay things too. You could have be having an awesome day because you got really great news, but maybe you just, you know that the person asking you maybe isn't having a great day. So they ask you, how are you doing? And you're like, oh, you know, 
it's good even though you're like dying inside and wanting to explode from the level of excitement that you have in your soul you know so sometimes we're not always honest but we do need to be honest with ourselves and ask ourselves these questions and again it will create presence in your life so the first question is how are you doing today and really think about it and answer yourself the second question is okay but how are you really doing today and it's going to get you thinking and bring you to a more present place And then after you've asked yourself that question and answered it, the third question is, what can we do to make your day better? And really think about it. This will bring you to a more present, grounded, centered place. And when you, again, are in a more grounded, centered place and you're present and you're not having anxieties over the future and you're not having regrets over the past, you will feel more peaceful and you will be able to be more productive. You will have a better day. And you can be a better you in that moment. And when you are a better you, of course, you can be better for others. And that's what we want to do. We want to be good for ourselves and we want to share good, share positivity and be present, fully present with others. I really, really hope that these strategies helped you out and that you will use them to become more present in your daily life. You're listening to Flying Blind Podcast. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Before I share a final quote with you, I would really like to thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to listen to me on this episode of Flying Blind Podcast. I really hope that you took something positive away from listening to me today. I would also love to get your feedback, suggestions, or ideas, and you can find me and reach me on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and now on TikTok as well, at Evita Carrasco, that's E-V-I-T-A-C-A-R-R-A-Z-C-O. Also remember to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media, that is Z-W-E-R-C Media. I would like to leave you with a quote by Dr. Deborah Rebel. By blessing the space with our divine presence, we radiate love to others and our world. I really hope that you take this quote to heart and that you live your best life. I also hope that you join me on the next episode of Flying Blind Podcast. And until next time, stay blessed and be positive.